It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network. Today, oh boy. A lot happened. I generally, I try not to be like a newsy show because a lot of it's nonsense, but I feel like I got to cover some of this stuff today. So we're going to talk about that, some uh, social media bannings, some, um, actually that's the big thing. And, uh, you know, <laughs> if you're on board with uh, with what's going on, you probably didn't have a good week. So uh, we will talk about that. It's all just I laugh, so I'm not mad at how people are just dumb. Uh, I'm going to jump on the... Well, I was going to say jump on the soapbox. We had a pat peeve about some delivery people. Not anybody in particular, but just a general thing I've noticed over the last several months, and it kind of bothers me. So we will talk about that. We have our tune from our friends' mascots. I don't know when it came out. It's another one of those where we had a tune ready from someone, but it it was... All right, I'll explain that later. So uh, mascots, we got some music. We got NFL playoffs. And what else are we doing today? Is that all? No, there's something else, wasn't there? I thought there was. Oh, we got a late news story. Um, the first news story you remember from last week. So we will talk about that in just a second. But so I was going to toss in a little PSA about posting on the internet because uh, people can be gross. I'll condense it to this. Just be mindful that people will take whatever you say in public. That's the risk you take sharing information in public. People will take it and twist it and contrive it, maybe. Is that the right word? Probably not. But uh, people will take that information and uh, do whatever they want with it, and that can affect more than just yourself. So just be mindful of that. That's something that um, I really feel like I should mention at the end of every show when I tell you to wash your hands and wear a mask. I will also tell you to be mindful of what you post on social media. How about that? Is that okay? All right. Maybe that's awkward. Um because I went on a whole little thing and then it stopped making sense. So <laughs> so we're going to go with that and roll on with the show. Uh, last week, I talked about your first, uh, the first news story you remember. And uh, our friend Steph says, uh, well, she responded a little late. So I told her I'd kick off the show in a way with this one. She says, Bill Clinton, how do I clean this up for mom? Um, Bill Clinton's indiscretion with Monica Lewinsky. How about that? Is that, is that fair? Uh, Jesus. Oh, man. Uh, this story was everywhere. The jokes, the criticism, the impeachment, um, all of that. I remember when I was a, a wee lad, 
what a mess that was. And somehow all these years later, well, first of all, we all still talk about it, but also like it didn't crush him. Like it didn't ruin him, which is a weird thing given the time and given what happened. It's weird that it didn't, you know, lead to the downfall of his uh, of his career because he stayed president, right? He finished his term, didn't he? And uh, maybe I'm I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he wasn't removed. I know that he was impeached, but not removed. And uh, he should have resigned, right? With that thing, he uh, whatever. Um, I'm no legal expert, uh, but I'll just say that. I think Monica Lewinsky wrote a book about it, maybe. I mean, who cares? Good for her. Not who cares, but uh, people are going to crap on her for that. But like, you were involved in a pretty big scandal. You might as well tell everybody what happened. And um, if you can make a little money, why not? Why not? What's more American than making money off something? I don't know. Uh, I was going to go down a weird uh, path with that one. But thank you, Steph, for <laughs> for weighing in. As always, anybody, if you miss out on a question, uh, let me know. And if I see it in time, if I remember it, I will read it. I will uh, go off on your thing on the show. How's that? All right. Uh, before we get to the newsy bits for today, some house stuff that I don't think I told you about. Um, I did fix my dryer. I mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago that it just stopped working. And then, well, it didn't just stop working. The uh, the whatever mechanism to actually start it, uh, you know, broke. So had to order that thing and fixed it. And uh, I ended up, it was uh, more of an ordeal to get that thing installed. The timer switch, not the timer switch, the uh, the power switch. To get that installed, it was more of a pain than I was ready for, and uh, it was weird. I, I got it in, and then I got it stuck, because you have to you line it up with the tabs inside so you can lock it in, and you just replace the wires. So I did that, replaced the wires, and got it stuck. You just turn it, and it clicks into place, and I turned it, and, and it got stuck halfway, and I was so mad, and um, I was you know messing with it, trying to get it out, not to break it, so I don't have to wait a few days for another one. And uh, I came down the next morning, and I had it installed in like 30 seconds. So, <laughs> so we are good. The dryer is in working order. Um, we had to get a lead paint certification the other day. And so we told our landlord that we're having a kid. And I don't know if these two things are connected. But then she said, hey, we need to get a lead paint certification. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, especially since we painted. Like, is that something we have to do every year or whatever? And she's like, ah, oh, we'll, we'll get a new one. So the guy came, and the landlord told us to clear off the windowsills, to clean them, clear them off. And I don't recall ever having a, a lead paint certification thing happen in my life anywhere else I've lived. So I didn't know what that meant. So we cleaned up, like, all around. We cleared off the windows, everything out of the way. We're cleaning up everything. I cleaned the stove which needed to be done, so it's good that somebody was coming by so I could do it. Um, and then the guy came in, and he was like, yeah, it should take about 10 minutes. Uh, what I'm going to do is take a little sample, a little paint chip from the windowsill, and then something from the floor around the area, I think that's what he said. So I'll do that and then send it off to the lab, and in three days or so, they'll get the stuff, and if they have to repaint, then they'll repaint. But generally, if your house was painted after, I don't know, 1973, uh, you you should be in good shape. So I uh, haven't heard anything, so I guess we came out okay on that one. So that's good. I mean, if somebody has to come in and like repaint, I don't know, a windowsill or whatever, that's fine. I mean, I, I'm here. I can let them in, whatever, just as long as nobody blows out another uh, another circuit. So that'd be great if you could, you know, 
I don't know, sand it by hand? Is that <laughs> whatever? Um, so that was interesting. And uh, finally, my mom mailed me a cake uh, a couple days before Christmas. Happy birthday, Jesus cake. Because when you say, even though yes, Pat, he wasn't born December twenty fifth. Yes, I know that. But um, you know, years ago, like three years ago, when my sister was a child, she uh, <laughs> she said, "Hey, we celebrated his birthday. Why don't we have a cake? We should have a cake for his birthday." And my mom's like, that's a great idea. So every year we get pound cake, and it's delicious. Uh, my mom mailed it to me a couple days before Christmas, and it was delayed, delayed, delayed. Finally, this week, it arrived, and guess what, pals? It's goddamn delicious, and I love every second of it. My mom's pound cake is delicious. It's so great, and I'm glad it's finally here. I guess I got I was worried that the people, not worried, but uh, perturbed, I guess, that the people at the Postal Service had eaten it all. And I was like, you know what? Good for them. I hope they enjoyed it. But then it came here on, I don't know, Monday, Tuesday, whatever it was. So very excited. It's delicious. It is uh, just about gone. So <laughs> so there you go. Um, yeah, that's the house cleaning stuff, housekeeping stuff that I wanted to share with you. And now, all right, Pat, get to the news of the day. You're right. I will. Don't you worry. So this first thing happened on, I think, Friday. So I didn't get to talk about it because I do the show Thursday. Um, your president, well, everybody's president for the next however many days, uh, was banned from first Twitter, and then uh, everybody else followed suit because, well, you know, when you incite a riot at the U.S. Capitol and, you know, people go in and chant that they want to, you know, murder your VP, that's not a good thing, right? That's not good that you incite, you stoke the flames, as it were. We talked about that last week. Uh, so Twitter said, nope, you're done, bye. And, uh... Other companies, other apps, I should say, followed suit. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Snapchat, Pinterest, Twitch. Oh, man. YouTube, finally. Uh, I wanted to see him game, really. I didn't know that he was on Twitch. I don't know if he wasn't. Maybe they just said, hey, you can't come on our platform. Um, his golf club now is no longer hosting the um, the PGA event in whatever year that is. Uh, New York City dropped all their contracts with him. His bank, what is it, Deutsche Bank, uh, they dropped him as a client. They're not going to loan to him anymore. So, you know, for old DT, things are not going so well. And uh, I just, oh, man, you know, it couldn't happen to a bigger piece of shit, right? Right? Oh, Pat, oh, I know. Listen, when you incite a riot, you, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I never gave it to him, as you know, if you listen to the show at all in the last four years or so. Um, yeah, what a mess. So, first of all, uh, a lot of people were complaining that uh, his First Amendment rights were violated, and people are freaking out and losing their minds. Um, well, what you should know is that all of these entities are private companies, and so they can remove you from or prevent you from using their services however they see fit, right? You violate the terms and conditions, the things that you didn't read, most likely, when you click and you sign up for the app and they give you that whole wall of text, that agreement that you, uh, you know, you have to adhere to as long as you use their service. And just because you didn't read what you can and can't do doesn't mean that you are exempt from it, right? Ignorance of the law does not excuse you from it. So uh, I think it's just hilarious. People are freaking out. You know, yeah, is it a slippery slope banning the sitting president from social media? Probably. But I don't really care about that at this moment in time. I think the situation is hilarious because after years of, you know, threatening 
war with other countries and just uh, his birther nonsense in general, generally uh, just being a piece of garbage, he has finally faced the consequence. So I think this is a good thing, at least in the short term. I mean, again, slippery slope, we can talk about that another time. But yeah, so a lot of those people who followed him, um, I think also deleted their Twitter in solidarity for some reason. And uh, so they went to Parler, which was uh, heralded, I guess, as the, you know, uh, free speech. And it was, um, I believe, a conservative guy or a Trump supporter, whoever, uh, was running the site. Well, Apple and Google Play and Amazon and all those app stores and whatnot said, you know what? This is where you guys are planning this stuff. You're sharing videos of, the, of yourselves rioting. Uh, you know what? We're not going to let you uh, let you host this here anymore. So it was removed from the App Store, and um, or all of them, I think. And apparently, uh, you know, let me get the smallest violin. Uh, that may shut down the business. So what a bummer when you, again, you stoke the flames of this stuff, you're going to get burned, right? So, yeah. Um, also, I heard this the other day. Good Lord. So it got removed from App Stores. It may shut down. It was also hacked because, and my brother explained this to us uh, in a very simple way, and I thank you for that. He said the metadata, which is, you know, location and videos, and um, I think people had to use or thought they had to use their driver's licenses to sign up. I don't know, never looked into it. Um, but all of that data, all of that uh, identifying information, all of that personal information, somebody has it. Somebody downloaded all of that data, like 75 or 80 terabytes, which... Let me put that into perspective for you. I have a hard drive here that is four terabytes. And that was, at the time I bought it a couple years ago, the biggest size that I, as a normal person, could buy. So this is four that's sitting here, four terabytes. The data that somebody has, 80 terabytes. So like you have to have a server room, I guess, somewhere that, to, to save all that. I don't know what they're doing with it, if they're holding it for ransom or if they're I don't know, just being jerks and just want to have it to have it. I don't know what's going on with that. So I guess if you were on Parler, um, cancel your credit cards? I don't know what you should do about that, but uh, good luck to you, I should say. Uh, oh, what a mess. What a mess. What a terrible week just for, I don't know. Uh, also, uh, this just happened, what was it, two days, yesterday, day before? Oh, first, let me, um, let me mention this. So Trump wanted to give... New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, there we go. It's two words, Pat, not one. The Presidential Medal of Freedom, why, I don't know. But Bill Belichick was like, you know what, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going. I got to, you know, we can't. He put out a whole statement. And here's my thing, just on that real quick. If Bill Belichick, who is reviled in the NFL by a lot of people for, you know, his team's been caught cheating several times and he, you know, seems like a curmudgeon, but uh, whatever. If he's saying, nah, I don't want to go and be seen with you, uh, that's a problem, right? I would think so. If a guy who's generally, um, well, as far as I know, seen as a he doesn't want to go hang out with you, then uh, you're, in some, you're in some stuff, buddy. And finally, he got impeached again. Like, how do you, how, how do you, first time ever that, sub, that a president was impeached twice, and I don't... Apparently the most bipartisan impeachment of all time. So that's, uh, you know, some people, some Republicans defected, as it were. I don't know how you are so that people vote to remove you twice. Like, I don't know. Like, what what are you doing 
that you have to, well, we know what he's been doing, but what the hell? What? Oh my God. I saw a funny joke. I don't remember who tweeted it. I'll find it. I'll share it in the show notes to give them proper credit. But somebody said, hilarious that the popular vote Trump won was the uh, the one to remove him. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. Like, you're so that twice because you got, I really think, let me just uh, end on this, I guess. He should stop making phone calls. Like, stop talking to people on the phone. Because it seems like when he talks to people on the phone about some serious stuff, uh, it gets recorded and he gets in trouble for it because he can't, because he's stupid, right? He's too dumb to be like a mob boss, like he wants to be. He's too stupid, right? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I lo- Listen, if you're on board with the guy, you're likely not listening to this show, okay? So there you go. I'm done apologizing. Um, yeah, don't be stupid. How about that? Does that work for you? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> now, I was going to say speaking of stupid, but I don't know if that's a proper way to put that to segue to my next thing. So I've talked about this before, about people who deliver stuff, right? We have this little, like, landing area, I guess. It's like a foot of space in between our storm door and our inside door. And people generally, Amazon, FedEx, uh, U.S. Postal Service, food delivery, whoever, right? They generally will open the storm door, put all the stuff in that little landing, bang on the door, and walk away. No contact delivery. It's fantastic. But a lot of the time, so that happens probably, I guess, more than half time. But the other times, what people will do is, I don't know if they can't open the storm door or if they just choose not to open the storm door. So what they'll do is they'll leave it on the steps. And generally, not a problem because, uh, well, I'm here all day. So, and we have a, a ring camera at the front. So if something comes and it's left on the steps, Either Amazon will email me, say, hey, delivered, and send a picture of it. Or Jill will notice and say, hey, can you go get that thing? Because I'm at the back of the house, and obviously the front of the house is where stuff gets dropped off. So she will text me and say, hey, can you go get that thing? They left it on the steps. I don't want it to get stolen. All right, great. So I go up and grab it. No problem. But here's here's where my, um, I don't know what the word is. Here's where I get a little upset about it, is when people leave the bigger boxes on the steps, again, generally fine. But if the box is tall enough, it will get knocked over and fall down the steps when I open the door to pick up the package. And I don't know what's in these boxes when they show up. I don't know what comes when. And so I don't know if it's something fragile for G-Lay. I don't know if, you know, a fall down the steps, a tumble, if you will, is going to ruin whatever I've got in there. Um, and so I don't know who I'm directing this toward or who I need to talk to about this or who, what I need to do about the storm door to maybe make it easier to open. Maybe is that a thing? Do I have to replace the handle to make it easier? I don't know what to do, but, uh, stop leaving my packages on the steps because, uh, well, you're messing up my stuff, man. Like, I don't know when they set it down, right? When you go to set the package down, somebody, uh, delivery drivers, delivery people, let me know. Ever at the Meltic Pat, when you go to a house, and you leave, like there's a situation like that, you can't get the door open for whatever reason, um, where do you leave the package, right? Do you, wouldn't you leave it in a spot where it's still in front of the house, but it's not, like it's not obstructing anything, right? Like it's not obstructing my path out the door. 
right? Is that a thing? Is that fair to? Is that fair for me, as someone who doesn't work in delivery services? Is it fair to me to ask? Well, one, put the stuff in between the two doors. But if you can't open the door, don't leave it right in front of the door. Is that fair for me to say that? For me to ask that of all the delivery people out there? Leave it on the second step so I can still open the door and get the thing. Because, again, don't know what's uh, what's in these boxes. And if something breaks, I got to order another one or I got to go through, uh, put in a claim or something. And it's a whole big mess that could be avoided if you used your head for 10 seconds. All right? I don't know. And I understand it's a very stressful job, especially now, and it's a lot to deal with. But, you know, 10 seconds. Think about this. Oh, is he going to be able to open the door to get this package? If the answer is no, put it down a step, knock on the door, and be done with it. All right? Is that fair? I feel like I'm calling somebody out, but I'm, like, not directly, but kind (laughs) of. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm tired of knocking over my boxes when I open the door to get them because, well... The door's not, uh, it's not that hard to open, I don't think, right? Maybe, maybe it is, and I just don't know that because I don't come from the outside all that often anymore. I don't know. Even though, even then, when I was coming, going to and from work, I'm coming in the back door. So I don't know, man, and whoa, man, and they, but just don't leave my packages in a spot where they're going to get knocked over. All right? Is that so hard? Is that so hard? All right. I'm not that mad about it. I mean, I'm just perturbed. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But, um, you know, it happens a lot. Open the door, put it in the thing, and then that's it. Done. Awesome. Oh, boy. All right. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jesus. If you don't like sports, it's almost your time to get on out of here. Uh, we have a new song. So, oh, what I was going to talk about earlier. Our friends in Shallow Pools released a new song yesterday, and I thought about playing that song in the show for today. But again, today for me is Thursday. So I've not heard the new song yet. So I was like, all right, what do I do? Do I play it without hearing it and try to hype it up? Or do I wait? Or, well, geez, weird sounds coming out of me today. Um, Or do I wait a week so I can listen to it and maybe get them back on the show? So I decided, let's go with choice B. And uh, we're going to wait a week for that one. But then I discovered, hey, our pals and mascots, have a new song out that I don't think I've played. And yes, I had Jerome check the list to make sure that we've not played this song yet. We haven't. Great. So, our pals, mascots, they were on the show. It was real fun. Uh, we talked about all kinds of stuff. It was great. So they have a brand new, well, brand new to me. Jesus, Pat, just get on with it. Mascots, OH. Mostly their things on social media. I think it's mascotsband.com. It'll all be in the show notes, like I said. Like everything is. It'll be up there so I don't have to remember to say it. So here's their new song. By the way, not safe for work. It is called Figure It Out here inside the Melting Pack on the Next Level Network.
And there you have it, our friends' mascots with their, well, their latest to me. Figure it out here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Nailed it! Yes! It's been a minute since I've done one of those, so, so there you go. My thanks to mascots for the tune. Check them out all the places again. That'll all be in the show notes for you. Oh boy, what a fun time we're having. Well, we had kind of a rough start today, and uh, I am hungry. So all things considered, I think we're doing okay. (laughs) So all right, if you do not like sports, then this is your cue to get on out of here and go do something else. My thanks for joining me as always. Next week, I have no idea what's going on. So again, join me and uh, we'll have some fun together. How's that sound? Good? Great? Just okay? Either way, thanks for coming. Uh, (laughs) Now you may take your leave. All right, for the rest of us, we got a lot of football to do. So let's jump on NFL playoffs. Oh, man, what a weekend. What a fun wild card weekend. Six games. It was crazy. Um, I will say, let me uh, drop this in right off the bat. The Rams defense, I, you know, I, I wish I would have expanded on that last week because I did mention that the Rams defense is probably the best left in the playoffs. And I was like, ah, it's got to count for something. Well, it counted for a win over the Seahawks. So, so there you go. They moved on, and I just glazed right over them. So uh, congratulations, everybody who won. Good stuff all the way around. The Ravens beat the Titans. That was awesome. The Steelers got their asses kicked. That was also awesome. Sorry, Tim. Um, Man, the uh, ah, fun stuff. Just good stuff. The Bills beat the Colts in what was a really good game. Um, Let's see. Anybody else I needed to mention before we do the thing? I'm good. Well, the uh, well, we'll talk about it when we get to the other games. So, um, oh, before we do that, before we preview the divisional dances, as it were, uh, there was a game on Nickelodeon, and it looked awesome. Like it was great. You know, they had the announcers who were, uh, you know, explaining things more clearly than anybody else. I would say because you know the target is kids, and they had all kinds of graphics and little characters jumping up everywhere. Uh, it was fantastic. Like when they were kicking field goals or extra points uh, between the uprights with SpongeBob, that was great. They had a slime zone, slime cannons every time somebody scored a touchdown, and uh, it was awesome. Like the presentation was great. Um, the announcers, again, they really, I think they took notes from John Madden on how to explain things. Like you explain it to people who may have never watched football before, and uh, they did a great job all the way around. Ten out of ten. Would watch on Nick again. So if they do it again, I recommend you watch that uh, broadcast instead of the other one because it was just a lot more fun, I thought. So, yeah, that was really fun. Hope they do that again. I don't know uh, where that came into play or why they decided to do that, but if they do it again, I'm in, and I think they should. I think it'd be really good. All right, so let's get to the weekend uh, coming up with the games. We have the Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are great. They are. I admit it. I've admitted it all year. I've talked uh, I've uh, sang the praises, sung the praises of the Bills all year. But the Colts last week, uh, they were able to get a good run game going. Like they got their run game was really good against the Bills. Couldn't get it together otherwise. But I would say that bodes well for the Ravens, doesn't it? As a run for, like I mentioned last week, they were playing the Titans, who have a garbage secondary, which meant the passing game could be a strength, right? Like for another team. But 
the Ravens are run first. And so with the way the Bills run defense didn't do so great last week, I think that bodes well for the Ravens. Also, Ravens defense last week looked tremendous. And uh, defense does, of course, have to count for a lot, apparently more than I thought initially with the Rams. So I'm leaning Ravens, of course, but Josh Allen is really good. And I also love that Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are buddies. Like they're, I don't know if they're like real life friends or if they just respect each other professionally, but they seem to be buddies. And I love that. Um, Man, this game's going to be awesome. Give me the Ravens, of course. I think they, they ran well last week. Their defense was great. Well, okay, they're going to run well against the Bills defense that did not defend the run well last week. How's that? Good? Not too biased this time? No? All right, great. Um, The other AFC game, man, am I really going to do this? So it's the Cleveland Browns who kicked the out of the Steelers last week at the Kansas City Chefs. But am I doing this? Am I really riding with the Browns again? I. All right. The chefs are the chefs, right? Mahomes, Kelsey, you know the drill. But also Tyreek Hill, all that stuff. All right, great. But they're beatable, right? They are not a perfect team. Yeah, they're hot. They got momentum now, but now they're rested, whatever. But they are beatable. And when you have a team like the Browns, they haven't made the playoffs in however many years. Uh, they're playing every game, like I said last week, like it's their Super Bowl. You know, next week, be damned. I don't know, man. I mean, look, conventional wisdom will tell you that the Chiefs should win this game, right? The Browns, they're not great. They've lost some games, some questionable games. They've done some, they've, uh, you know, I don't know what to say here. Just, I don't know. How do I, you can't discount how well the Browns played a week ago. Like, you can't just throw that out just because they're playing a better team than the Chiefs, right? But also, like, the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, and the Raiders ended up being trash. So... Man, am I doing this? Am I really going to do this? I Part of me wants to, because if my first pick is true with the Ravens winning, I don't want the Ravens to play the Chiefs again, because they did that in week three, and that sucked for the Ravens. (laughs) So So am I using that to justify picking the Browns? Yes, I am. Give me the Browns in the huge upset, the biggest upset of the year. Oh, my gosh. Are we ready for Ravens-Browns 3 for the AFC title? That would be, oh my gosh, that would be, uh, that'd be something, all right? Maybe just for me, but anyway, there you go. I'm picking the, I'm picking the Browns. Oh, geez, why am I yelling? I don't know. In the NFC, the Rams are playing the Packers, and I've talked about the Rams. They're really good defensively. Jared Goff has one good hand. I don't know. It's at, uh, I don't know. Apparently, that doesn't matter because they still beat the Seahawks. Uh, I really want to pick the Packers. I really do. They're rested. Aaron Rodgers. Nobody's really talking about them at, at being a really good team. But I'm thinking back to week, I think it was like week 9 or 10, when they played the Buccaneers. And Green Bay got out to a 10 nothing lead. And it was like, oh, man, they're in the driver's seat. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, they're just going to roll over the Buccaneers. They didn't score again. They lost like 38-10. to 10. And so I want to pick the Packers. But if you have a really good defense, which Tampa Bay has, well, I had a good de- I have a good defense, not a great one like the Rams do, you can shut down a high-powered offense. It's been shown, it's been proven, we know, we know it, right? 
But Green Bay, the uh, they have a more high-powered offense than the Rams, I would say, for sure. Is that going to cancel out? Like, can the Rams, I guess my question is, can the Rams score enough points to where their defense doesn't have to give up zero, right? Because there's no way the Packers are getting shut out, in my opinion. So I don't, oh, man. A couple of tough picks for me today. This is, uh, this is no fun. I didn't even ask my experts yet, so I can't even lean on somebody else. Oh, my gosh. Um, Jesus. Give me the Packers. I'm not 100% on that pick, but give me Aaron Rodgers. Give me the Packers. Devontae Adams, give, give it to him. All right? This is – why is this a difficult pick? I don't know. But the uh, the last game of the weekend, the NFC, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the New Orleans Saints. So they these teams are in the same division. They've played each other twice this year. And the Saints won both of those games uh, pretty handily, I would say. But that was before Drew Brees broke like 48 ribs and uh, everybody got COVID and all that. So who knows? But they came out pretty uh, – looked pretty good against the Bears. Stop Bears, who are not the Bucks, I know. But, man, um, here's the thing with the Bucks: They should have beaten the Washington football team by like 40 points. They won by like – or so. I don't know what the score was, but it was a closer game than it should have been. Shout out to what's his name? Heineke, the quarterback for the uh for the Washingtons. He played really well. Um I don't think Tampa Bay is that great. And so give me the Saints at home for the win. Um I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it'll be a better game than the last time these two teams played, but give me the Saints. I know how hard it is to beat the same team three times in a year, but uh, give me the Saints to win again. So there you go. There's your NFL playoff recap for you, or uh, preview rather, for the divisional round. And um, go whoever you like, unless that team is uh, the Bills. So so there you go. Oh, man. Uh, a note for the NFL. So it was weird. The other day, I was talking to some buddies about Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Eagles. And I was like, hey, is he on the list of coaches that are ju- who are just not good? like not a good coach, overrated somehow, like coasting on a Super Bowl win. And most people were like, hey, you know what? He's not great, but players like him and or something. And, you know, he's not great. He makes really dumb decisions. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, I, I thought it was just me. And then like three days later, he gets fired from his coaching job for the Eagles. So he's no longer the Eagles head coach. And, um, man, what a weird, like what weird timing. Like I was just thinking about it. And apparently maybe he lost the locker room or whatever. Um, here's my thing. A lot of people have brought this up. A lot of Eagles fans. I got a lot of Eagles fans in my life. And they're mad at the drafts over the last couple of years. And that tells me that the only way that this really works, like this restructuring, this, I guess, rebuilding, you could call it, the only way I think it really works is if the GM is replaced as well. Howie Roseman's got to go to, if you're just, if you're going to blow it up, if you are, going to say, well, if you're just going to sit there and say, well, Doug Peterson wasn't a good fit to be our coach, I don't think that's entirely true. Um, I don't think this is all on him. And to do that, I think is disingenuous. But I think if you're really going to rebuild, you got to start over with the whole new staff. Clean it out. The Flyers did it a couple years ago. They cleared everybody out and they started fresh with some new eyes, new brains, whatever. I think the Eagles need to do the same thing. Because it's not all on Peterson. It's not all on the coach. Some of it is, sure. But it's not all on him, 
right? And uh, I've had some people uh, complain about the drafting that's going on the last couple of years. You know, they passed on some guys. Here's my thing. Here's why the GM has to go to. Because apparently, uh, with two big picks the last couple of years, the GM said, hey, we should get this person. And Peterson came in and said, nah, it doesn't really fit our scheme. We're going to get this person instead. And I would think, if you're the general manager, it's your job to step in and say, whoa, whoa, hold on a minute, buddy. This guy's better. He's projected to be better than the guy you want us to pick. And scheme fit or not, you take the best player you can who can help you win a lot of ballgames. And apparently they just let Doug Peterson override the GM. So I don't know. Again, don't know how true that is really, but um, the Eagles have not drafted well in several years. Let me just put it that way. So the only way that this really this move really works out for them, I think, is if you get a new GM too. So happy hunting, I guess. I don't know if that's going to happen. I feel like, uh, you know, just replacing the coach is a Band-Aid. Um, yeah, it's not all on him, but, you know, there's a deeper problem, plus they don't have any money to spend. So, so I mean, good luck. Eagle. Listen, Eagles fans, you're in for a rough ride, I think, for the next at least year or two, um, unless you get a new GM, in which case it may not be so bad. But, yeah, what a... What a mess. So there's your NFL for this week, and that is uh, just about the show, right? We're done, right? Almost? Are we good? I was going to talk about basketball stuff, but I just, I'm going to decide not to. Not going to do it because we've been here for a while, and again, I'm hungry. So so we're not going to do that today. Uh, the captain is not here this week. He will come back next week. We talked earlier today, and he said we're going to wait. Uh, well, he's going to wait until the Flyers play a couple more games, and um, he has more to talk about. So next week, I know one thing is going to happen next week. The captain, hopefully, will return and tell us all about what's going on with the Fly Guys. The NBA is a complete mess. Um, yeah, I, I don't... Uh, I talked about it a few months ago when Josh was here, or whenever that was, uh, that I think it's a terrible idea that they're going to try to get back to normal and just roll on with traveling and whatnot. And uh, a lot of games are being postponed, canceled, whatever. So, not working out so well, NBA. Good luck to you. That's all I got to say. We may hear from Danny Schmitz. Uh, we're talking about it. He's trying to get himself uh, situated, or that's not true. I don't know. I asked him about it. He hasn't answered. That's what I'll say. So you know what? If we do have an NBA update, I will pause and put that right here and say thank you, my friend, for uh, sharing your knowledge with us, the uh, the big trade with the Brooklyn Nets and the whole COVID mess and all this other stuff and why the Sixers have to play, dressing a guy who was injured. So they technically had eight players, but they played with seven and all these other games getting postponed. I don't know. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just telling you what happened and trying to figure out why. That's all. That's it. I'm not uh, All right. All right, Pat. You don't watch enough basketball to understand what's going on. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I'm just telling you. Here's what happened. Draw your own conclusions. All right? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. That's not true. Yes, I am. They're hilarious. The fix is in against six... <laughs> The fix is in against the Sixers. There you go. I said it on the record. <laughs> Unless I cut this out. I know we'll be fine. Um, all right. That's our show. Oh, boy. Thank you to Mascots for the tune, Mascots OH. At least that's their Facebook. Again, all that's in the show notes. Go stream, figure it out, or buy it where you get your tunes. Do the thing. Help them out. Tell them I sent you. I don't know. Uh, they may not remember who I am, but there you go. That's our show. <laughs> 
That is our show. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our uh, all the network stuff. The Caffeine Crew just put up a new episode this week. So uh, go check that out. All the other shows up there as well. I'm everywhere at the Melting Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com. Also on Twitch. Also TMPFanMail at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Or if you want to send a text or leave an angry voicemail, uh, three minutes or shorter, 209-867-7638 is how you do that. Send your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and of course, corrections. And there you go. I think we're okay. We good? That's all. It's on the notes here, Jerome. We're all right? All right. Great. Good stuff. Thank you, my friends, for listening again next week. I've got no idea of what's going on, except maybe, hopefully, the captain. All right? This has been an 8th Boiler production. G11 special sauce with cold beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, that's our show. We did it. We made it. Yes. Finally, Pat can shut the hell up. Maybe you don't think that. I don't know. It's time to go. (laughs) So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Be mindful of what you share on social media. There you go. We did it. That, That works, right? Right? I don't know. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Gotta get a cold beverage, I need some leverage A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice Of a spice from the top to a big kick Got a back row of drinks, but cross Got the bait on the front porch, yeah, I got some ice tea If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bucks Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, martini time Yeah, yeah, feeling cold, and bring your own beverage It's me, so it's cold, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, space so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Something from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, uh, cause I'm feeling kind of bored. Stick it in the fridge, 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 stick it in the fridge. And the friend. Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. And you look at the bite, but the brew tastes nice. nice. Back to the ball. So every deck of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the cool aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.